Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. Okay, bear with me again. I am still battling this throat, nose, cough thing. And now I'm out of allergy meds. I'm really trying to get off of all pills and medicines. I don't, I'm not on many, but I have been taking allergy meds for months now. And I don't know if it's even helping. But anyway, So I'm just letting you know, I'm struggling a little today. I've got my coffee and you know the drill, right? And today is such a beautiful day. And I really want to talk about the heavenly army in our battle. And today is the memorial of St. Therese of the Child Jesus, Virgin and Doctor of the Church. And I cannot wait to dive into this powerhouse saint. But I have to think about how I am not much of a devotion person when it comes to saints. I mean, let's face it. I've shared with you the saint, the saint, the mother of all saints, the blessed mother how I even struggle with my hot and cold relationship with her. I forget her. I remember her. And this is even after she healed me back in 2013 of my marijuana addiction, when I was consecrating myself to her son, Jesus, through her. Boom, our Lady of Guadalupe feast day. I'm healed from my addiction. Excuse me. And you would think that I would be merry, 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 just like a loving her, loving her and devoted to her and praying to her and having her by my side every second. No, no, no. And my confirmation saint, as you know, I went through the motions as a kid. I didn't learn anything about Catholicism. So when it came time to pick my confirmation saint, I remember looking at this long two, three page packet of saints' names and what they're kind of known for. And I'm like, I'm not doing this. (laughs) So I just said, I'll just pick St. Teresa or St. Therese, St. Therese of Lisieux, the little flower. I'll just pick her because that's the name of my church. I had no devotion to her, no clue who she was. And I think God is hilarious because in the end, she couldn't be more opposite than who I was my whole life before God found me and a couple years into the journey. 
St. Therese is this beautiful little flower who wanted to please and love God from such an early age, wanted to serve him and be a religious, dedicated individual to him. She suffered. She had such a holy family. I mean, could not be the more opposite than me. Simple and love for others and caring and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, not me. I mean, I was this worldly, you know, money-grubbing, power-hungry, prestige-focused woman climbing the corporate ladder in uh, corporate America, right? I'm this executive. I'm all about money and materialism, partying. I'm a hedonist. Anything that, you know, altered my sense of being, I'm, I'm ready. Let's do it. It's all about me. I'm not thinking of anybody else. Me, myself, and I was my holy trinity. And yes, I pick a little child, a humble young child who loved God so much and wanted to serve him with her very own life. And I don't even know who God is for about 44 years of my life. So I find it hysterical to have that kind of polar opposite type with us, with me and my saint (laughs) that I know picked me eventually, but that I chose in the back seat of the car on my way. Okay. So let's talk about saints. And I would just want you to pray. Pray about who God wants you to intercede with. These are things that we should be praying about. Don't just pick a saint because Susie likes it, or that was your mom's favorite saint, or, you know, there's pictures of that saint all throughout your house. If you don't have a calling or some sort of connection pulling you to that saint, then don't make it happen. Really pray through the saints that you're supposed to pray to. I think, uh, I think we It's okay to have devotions. I am just sharing that I don't. But for example, I know that my spiritual director has three saints and my other super duper holy priest that I know um, follows St. Faustina like the back of his hand, right? He's got her book with him everywhere and he can quote things and He loves her, follows her distinctly. And that's okay, right? I mean, if you're you're called to that, then definitely do it. But I do say we should call on the heavenly army, right? All you angels and saints, all you holy angels and saints, that's what I say right? All you holy angels and saints, because it may not be the canonized saint. It may be a very holy person who wasn't canonized that's up there ready to help us. Excuse me. Okay. How much time do we have before I get in? Okay. We got a couple minutes. I want to read some quotes 
from St. Therese, the Little Flower. <clears throat> Excuse me, if I can here. So that we can all think about doing everything with love. Because St. Paul has also told us, look, whatever, if we, you know, are out preaching and, and sharing the gospel with the world, if we don't do it with love, we're a banging gong. Everything we do, we must do with love. <clears throat> oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, y'all. And y'all, that's so funny. I don't even say y'all, but I am really sorry, everyone. Okay, without love, deeds, even most brilliant, count as nothing. Let me read that again. Without love, deeds, even the most brilliant, count as nothing. Remember that nothing is small in the eyes of God. Do all that you do with Love. The world is thy ship and not thy home. Let's remember that. That's why we're journeying. That's why we're pilgrims, right? We're, we're journeying through this earth to get to heaven, to our final destination to be with God, and hopefully bringing many along with us on this ship. Our Lord needs from us neither great deeds nor profound thoughts, neither intelligence nor talents. He cherishes simplicity. He cherishes simplicity. I go back to that song, right? Leonard Skinnerd, Simple Man. If you've never heard it, get out on your search engine. Go to DuckDuckGo, not Google. Don't give Google any of your time. Um, go to a search engine that you trust and search. I know you'll be able to find Simple Man by Leonard Skinnerd, but listen to it. Read the words. It is all about being satisfied and being simple. And don't overcomplicate this relationship that you're supposed to have with God. It's just... A simple love for him and him for you. Our Lord does not look so much at the greatness of our actions or even at their difficulty as at the love with which we do them. So if you're in this huge, massive thing for God that you're, that you're doing, and let's say you're hosting or participating and putting on an event or something, and you're snipping at people, you're yelling at people, you're alienating people, you're getting frustrated and everybody can see it. Well, you know what? You're ruining that whole activity. Even though you kick it off, everybody comes, everybody leaves, it would be much different if you had done it with love. If you had prayed through it, if you had complimented people through every step and was understanding and, and leading in a way that was with love and going through the tasks with love, it's going to be a different outcome. <clears throat> 
And this is great for those who are maybe pompous and filled with a high-level prestigious job or something, and you get a little arrogant. Here's one for you. It is possible to remain little even in the most responsible position. Love it. I do not know what more I could have in heaven than I already have on earth, except that I shall see God. As for being with him, I am that always, even here on earth. She doesn't write very well, I'm just saying. (laughs) Okay. If a little flower could speak, it seems to me that it would tell us quite simply all that God has done for it without hiding any of its gifts. And by the way, that's a joke before anyone gets all ticked off about me making fun of how some of these sentences are structured in these quotes. Uh, That's who I am, making a joke. Sorry, God, if it came across snidey, because you know how much I learn from this little flower. Oh, how happy I am to see myself imperfect and to have such need of God's mercy at the moment of my death. Wow. I mean, think about these profound statements that this young woman little girl in some of these pictures, is saying. To be with thee, to be in thee, that is my one desire. This promise of fulfillment, which thou dost give, helps me to bear with my exile as I wait the joyous day when I shall see thee face to face. To draw near to Jesus, we must be so little. Oh, how few souls aspire to be little and unknown. Wow. I say this to everyone who has ever thought that they are called to a bigger thing in God, called to be doing something bigger, maybe starting your own ministry or something that you focus full-time or a big part-time effort. I want to read this over. To draw near to Jesus, we must be so little. Oh, how few souls aspire to be little and unknown. Jesus has shown me the only way that leads to the fire of divine love. It is that of a little child who, full of trust, falls asleep in its father's arms. I wish to smile, resting on your heart, and there tell you again and again that I love you, O my Lord. That's a great thing to just ponder and meditate on. 
and think about when you're going into prayer that <clears throat> that it's your opportunity to put your head on Jesus's chest, just like like Saint John Tell him how much you love him over and over and over again. Thinking about prayer as that may change how you go to prayer next time. Jesus, help me to simplify my life by learning what you want me to be and becoming that person. Here's another one. Don't compare your, sorry, refrigerator turning on behind me. Thank you, Lord, for electricity, or the refrigerator for fresh food and cold liquids. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, this is one for anyone who's comparing themselves, their lives, their spirituality, their their kids, their jobs. Listen, 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 listen. If every tiny flower wanted to be a rose, spring would lose its loveliness. My husband and I were driving from a weekend getaway. And we were just looking at the the wildflowers and how many different types of colors we were seeing. You know, it's just like that package of wildflowers that you could just, you know, open up and sprinkle somewhere. And I do think of that. Like, we can't all be a red rose How boring would that be? I don't know. I think it would be kind of boring. (laughs) Your love has gone before since I was a child. It has grown with my growth. Okay, I'm going to wrap these up. I give thanks to my Jesus for making me walk in darkness And in this darkness, I enjoy profound peace. I only desire that my darkness may obtain light for sinners. Wow. Okay, I'll end with this one. Only God can see what is in the bottom of our hearts. We are half blind. I mean, this this young lady (laughs) had so much to, to share and to say. And I hope that you pray on some saints, whether God wants you to have a devotion or to learn a little bit more. I think, I think... The little flower is a wonderful saint because, again, she is so innocent. She is so pure. She does her best to please God and to love others. 
And yeah, when you read her books, I mean, she's not perfect. No way, no way, shape, or form. And she suffered a lot. But I think her point and her whole, the you know, she's a doctor of the church. This woman boiled it down in simple, simple phrases, simple quotes that I just shared with you. It was, it's all about loving Jesus, asking him into our hearts and everything that we do, doing it with love. I mean, that's really what the two greatest commandments boil down to. Loving the Lord with all our mind, body, soul, and spirit. All of our strength, all of our might, so that we can love ourselves, we can love others, we can do tasks, we could live life with God, asking him into everything, especially the tasks we don't want to do. The other day I had to mow the lawn. I'm like, okay, Jesus, let's go. I'm, I'm, I want to do this with you, make this pleasurable and help me feel accomplished, you know, when I'm done and help me not be too sore because I've really taken, you know, advantage of, for granted, I should say, this body that you've given me. Who does the Lord want you to reach out to? You. Not your friends, not your parents, not your siblings. You. Pray on it. And enjoy the feast of St. Therese today, the memorial And do little things, everything with love. As you put that dish in the dishwasher, thank the Lord for the dish and for that dishwasher. Many people don't have the running water, the soap. Make that meal for yourself and others by calling on Jesus to come in and make it with you with love, with love. Pray over that food. Use blessed salt, blessed oil. Bring God into your home, into your life, into the little things so that you can do them with love. All right, everyone, I love you all. Speaking of love, have a blessed and inspired day.